Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. A new education or sex education programme for Catholic primary schools which describes sex and puberty as a gift from God has been released. Flourish, a relationship and sexual education RSE programme has been developed by the Irish Bishops Conference for Junior Infants to Sixth Class and the resources are available for use. Now remember, by the way, we are talking about primary school here, okay? The resources are available for use in Catholic primary schools which account for about 90% of all, all national schools in Ireland but are not mandatory, say, sources involved with it. The introduction uh, to the programme program says that uh, when discussing LGBT issues, the church's teaching in relation to marriage between a man and a woman cannot be omitted. And the program for senior classes uh, states that puberty is a gift from God. Uh, We are perfectly designed by God to procreate with him, uh, while a lesson on safety and protection advises senior infant children to say the angel of God prayer. Uh, The new programme comes ahead of the National Council for Curriculums Assessment, the NCCA, updated syllabus for relationships and sexual education. This updated course will apply to all primary schools. However, schools are entitled to deliver these programmes according to their ethos. Now, Mick Barry, who is a Solidarity TD, said he would question how the programme qualified as appropriate sex education. He said religion shouldn't have an influence on relationships and sexuality uh, education in schools. And I would agree with him, by the way. It shouldn't have an influence, but I think morals should have an influence. Anyway, in contrast to that, a 2018 bill that would prevent schools from using their religious ethos to avoid giving factual sex education to students is currently in its third stage. And the provision of uh, objective sex education bill guarantees the rights of students to receive factual and objective information on relationships and sexual re- sexuality regardless of the school's ethos and contains a provision for education on consent, different types of sexual uh, sexuality and gender, the termination of pregnancy, i.e. abortion, and different contraception methods. It also states somewhere that, by the way, I'm, uh, I don't remember the exact quote from the bill, and I couldn't find it uh, at short notice to hand, but what it suggests is uh, that it shouldn't, that the new sex education bill shouldn't normalise uh, male and female relationships. In other words, all relationships should be normalised and not specifically male and female relationships. That would concern a lot of people. Uh, the curriculum should be created by the National Council for Curriculum and Assessment, he said, which is effectively teachers, educationalists and professionals who will seek expert views from outside groups. Outside groups, of course, many of those being NGOs who will have their own political agenda. Anyway, today I want to know which type of sex education would you prefer your children to learn? Now, let me just put all that into plain English for you. So, you have the religious sex education, which talks about God talks about relationships being for a man and a woman who are married um, and kind of promotes that very heavily. But I would like to think doesn't judge people who are gay, doesn't judge people who are in same-sex marriages, but just suggests that this is the norm. And if you have this, i.e. you're a man and a man and a woman and a woman, or you're a different gender or something like that, that's okay too, but don't promote it as the norm. Whereas the new sex education bill... Uh, which is from the the solidarity people, would suggest that everything is the norm. That there is no norm as such. That men and women is not the norm. Men and men is not the norm. That everything is inclusive. And they also talk about abortion. Now remember, we're talking about primary school here. Okay? They talk about the termination of pregnancy. That if you get pregnant, uh, you can terminate that pregnancy. They may not go into the actual details of it. That if you want to, if you're a boy and you want to be a girl, you can be a girl. There is a hundred different genders. Uh, You can be whatever you want to be. And that's 
the new sex education bill? Or would you prefer the old one, which is based on a Catholic ethos, and I suppose more moralistic? And and just to give you an idea of what I'm talking about, Richie sent me in an interesting text there, which I should read out to you now, if I can actually find it here. Anyway, I'll come to it in a second because I can't actually find it. Oh, there it is. Hang on. So... What he says essentially is, and being an atheist himself, he says, personally, I don't believe the sex ed uh, should be taught in schools. But if it is, it should be done in a factual nuts and bolts manner, pardon the pun, without any ideological attachments, being religious or otherwise. That said, this Catholic version, which advocates love, respect, committed relationships, seems to be seems to this atheist as the least to be far less damaging than the politicised and explicit version supported by NGOs, our government and the noisy minority. But I want to know which version of sex education you would like your child to learn in primary school. One that encompasses everything or one that's a bit more moralistic and says, well, this is the norm, but don't judge everything else. Let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-008. Caroline, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you? Good, Niall. Thanks. How are you? I, it sounds a little bit complicated, but it's a little bit easier to think about. I, I want to ignore the gift from God and angels bit for the moment and just focus on, I suppose, the Catholic ethos way is uh, they would consider themselves to be more moralistic and not judgmental, whereas the new version, uh, McBarry's Solidarity version, would like to think that everything is normal. So what, which one would you prefer? Well, you know, my, my kids are older. They're not primary school anymore. So I think, first of, firstly, um, I see two problems that hit me in the face. One is the fact that um, this new Catholic bill has been put together by the bishops Yes. At, at the bishops' conference. Now, with all due respect, I think they need to start getting people involved who have lived life as parents as, you know... Gay in, teenagers or whatever it is, yeah. Exactly. And that they have first-hand experience with the issues that, you know, every child comes up against nowadays, which I think in the times we're living in are more profound due to COVID, due to everything, you know, in the last year, whatever lockdown that we've had. Um, kids, as well as adults, are, you know, everything is magnified to such a state that, you know, some of them who nine times out of ten would be happy because lucky kids are suddenly finding themselves with mental health issues, which is the new buzzword that we're all hearing every day now. Um, secondly, I, I really think that the Catholic Church's um, history on uh, the likes of the, the schools, the Artane Boys Band, the mother and baby's homes, the, everything else that comes to mind when you, when you set foot in this arena, uh, isn't one that uh, would give anybody um, grace. Uh, it'd, be, it'd be nice to think that's changed, Caroline, in a sense that although there's a Catholic ethos in 90% of the schools in this country, I don't think every child is running around thinking, you know, holy God is the answer. So what I'm what I'm saying to you is I, I think that has become diluted somewhat, certainly in the last 20 years. I accept that, but that isn't because of what the Catholic Church has done themselves. That's because of, of the, the, the education board pressure. has done. Yes, yes, and that's where I'm coming from with them putting together these uh, this ethos or whatever the new ethos that they're going yeah. to bring in. I mean, my so, my issue would be like when you look at the new bill, and this is the um, the new NCCA bill, right? 
the suggestion is, and I'm paraphrasing because I don't have the wording to hand, is that we yeah, don't... Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. Okay, well, but the suggestion is that we don't normalise male and female relationships, that that should never be considered to be the norm. Now, I would never say to anybody to judge anybody who's same-sex or, you know, is in a same-sex relationship or who whatever they want to identify as. That's that's their business, right? Yeah, and but, I but, think that's a generation thing amongst our age group. Absolutely. But in saying that, to suggest that a male and female in a relationship for the, they call it procreation, I call it reproduction because procreation is a religious word, uh, is not the norm, would be bonkers because it is the norm. And that doesn't mean that everything else is abnormal, by the way. It just means that is the norm and men and women do get together to have babies and have a relationship and have children. There's nothing, I don't believe there's anything wrong with that thinking either. No, I mean, I think I'm on the same page, uh, you know, as you in this. But I did. I do remember hearing something way back when you know gender fluid. Uh, gender fluid was the new thing, and you know, look each to their own, and everybody each wants to that. their own. And I would never judge somebody, but don't exactly. try and tell me that that's some sort of biological fact because it's not. No, uh, and I think we I have think to be more, factual with children. Yes, and a more humanist rep- uh, approach to all of this would be, you know, far better and benefits to all concerned. Now, what I was going to say is I do remember a long time ago, when, a while ago, hearing a woman speak about this. And basically, she said, too, you need to be careful that you don't normalize everything. Because she said, growing up, she said, she would have been very much a tomboy. I remember that, and, that particular interview. I know the one you're talking about, yeah, the woman, yes. Yeah. And then and when she got to her, she felt that if she had had that sex education program at the time, she would have felt some way that it would be okay for her to have a gender uh, identity to change her identity her gender and now she's a grown woman and she said thank god I didn't feel that that was kind of normal or whatever word you want to use for it and that now I'm a very proud woman exactly yeah and I identified with her greatly because I would have been very much a tomboy myself growing up but I'm not saying that I would have had any other thoughts that you know I didn't as as some men and boys were being quite effeminate growing up yes Yeah. yeah And, um, you know, I think we just uh, we just need to be careful in how mm. we there is, there needs to be a balance between the two, is what you're trying to say, is, is it? Well, I mean, I'm not sure what it is. I don't I know what that balance is. By the way, what about teaching a child? I, I, and we're talking about primary school here. Yeah. Um, and the new NCCA bill, not obviously the Catholic bill, talks about teaching children about termination of pregnancy. Well, uh, that was I was just about to say that you read my mind. I, I don't think there's any need for that. No, I don't think so either. I think it's wrong. Um, because let's be clear young. about it, abortion is legal in this country. We know that. But in saying that, abortion is not the ideal circumstance. You no. know what I mean? And it's, you know, I mean, a child, their minds, I don't think, have developed enough to comprehend that and to take it all in. And at the same time, again, you don't want to make these things the norm. Um, you know, these are very, very serious issues that adults have difficulty dealing with. So why would you bring that your child into that world at that young age? Well, we'll stay there for a second. I want to go to John as well. John, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, John? Hello. Uh, thanks, Ryan, for having me on your show. Uh, you're welcome. John, you're an atheist, you say? I am a radical atheist. A radical atheist? <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's an unusual I, label to put on yourself, but however. Yeah, well... But, I didn't know atheism had been radicalised, but go on. I, well, I mean, like, uh, you know... Somehow, you know, I, I, I... Well, that, that I, just starts uh, off on a bad foot, really, doesn't it, when you kind of throw that uh, out there, you know stop, what I mean? I'm not a radical atheist, I'm just an atheist. Okay, well, okay. okay. But, well, so what's the point you want to make, anyway, John? 
No, but the point is that the um, base of of of, uh, of uh, biology and 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 psychology, the the, the, ch- the children should be teach at young age. You know about the organ uh, organs, the sex organs, uh, in the school. You know, and is I actually was watching the last time a program about in Holland. They they teaching the children about the sexual organs at young age and okay. how they become into the world. And it's fascinating because in a country that obviously legalized a lot of stuff that people are against in, in other parts of the world, it's been proved that these uh, researchers didn't improve uh, about the children's life, their sexual life, their, their future, and, and uh, maybe unwanted, unwanted pregnancies and so on and take care about themselves, you know? Okay, and what age do you think it's okay to talk to a child about your sex organs and unwanted oh, pregnancies? Oh, absolutely no! I think I and look, I have uh, two what kids, age? and uh, they were they were small, but they are now sixteen and seventeen. But since they are five or six years old, I I turn you know. I, I okay, turn, well, yeah, that's fine. I, I, you as a parent told them. Okay, that's grand. Yeah, but what what look, age do you? No really? There's no willy. There's just your penis and then you have a vagina. Simple as that. Okay, that's fine if you want to teach your children those words at that yeah. age. And that's grand. That's whatever you, as a parent, you think is right, okay? There's no willy. Okay, but at what age do you think in school the teachers should be teaching children about, uh, you know, vaginas and penises and unwanted pregnancies, etc., etc.? As soon they did the stories, as I don't know, maybe six, seven, eight. Seven. I don't know, depends on the... So, okay, so you, would, you think it's okay to talk to a seven-year-old about unwanted pregnancies? No, but not that kind of way, you know? No. Okay, okay. and what about, what about what we're actually talking about in relation to the different types of sex education? The Catholic education would be one that teaches that, you know, man and a woman getting married, having babies is what they believe no, that no, is no, normal. No, no. No, because that is not happening. Then that, that not it, happens well, it, all the times. You know what I mean? Well, it happens most of the time. But yeah, but, <laughs> but yeah, but in saying in saying that, you believe teaching everything else as the norm would be the, the acceptable way as well. Yes, and taking out the religion contests and all this, in my opinion, crap out, out, out of religious the crap out, out of it altogether. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Thanks very much for your radical no, uh, you atheist view. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, uh, David. Um, <laughs> your radical atheist view. All right, okay. I never heard of a radical atheist before in my life. Sorry, let me just oh, let me just go to David if I can here. Hang on, for some reason I couldn't get him there. Sorry, David, go ahead. You're not Ireland's classic kids. Yes, I'm assuming you're not a radical atheist, are you? No. Uh, I'm not a radical atheist. You're not a radical anything. Okay, sorry, say with me, Caroline, too. David, what, what do you think is the best form of education, sex education, for a primary school child? For primary school, I think it should be more actually got to do with sex and sexual preferences. Yes, okay, so in other words, reproduction. To some, to, in an age-appropriate manner, obviously. Absolutely, and it should be more, instead of about abortions, it should be more concentrated on the likes of miscarriages, which are way more common. Would you, talk, would you honestly talk to a child in primary school about miscarriages? Well, if you're talking to them about pregnancies and penises and the rest of it, why not? It's part of it, like. Caroline, is that I, maybe I'm wrong and behind the times a little bit? But is that appropriate? Well, I suppose it is appropriate to say to a child sometimes, you know, mammy might get pregnant and it might not work first time. Is that would that be the way well, you would see, do it? Again, I, I no. I think all the, something as tragic as a miscarriage or anything like that. These are all conversations which should be had in the home. And if you're going to have this kind of a conversation in a classroom with six and seven year olds. You could have some child that's very upset by it, some kids that are sniggering at it, some kids that are totally oblivious to it and they're looking at the window, gazing away at whatever is out there. 
So, you know, I don't think the classroom is the correct setting for this. No, or, I, I personally don't believe so either, you know. Yeah, and I, you know, I think that um, perhaps that's, you know, the way they have resource teachers nowadays, they have all this. Maybe this is some, if, if it is to be brought in, it's a class that could be um, optional. And if parents want to send their children to it, um, outside the school hours, during lunchtime, whatever the case may be, whatever works mm. for everybody. But to have every child in the class subjected to it, kids develop at different stages. Some kids are, you know, more, they have more aware than with others. Yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you're mm. putting a child in this situation. Okay. Sorry, just let me get let me get back to David as well. Sorry, Caroline, uh, for interrupting. Okay. Sorry, sorry, David. So the church you believe should never have a say in sex education never, at all. It should never have a say in education whatsoever. Church and state should be completely separate. Okay, I'm not going to completely disagree with you on that, but there are facets of the church which would be considered to be morals rather than church teachings, um, and other people will suggest, by the way, here in text, by the way, biology. So is it okay then, you know, for sex education in school to tell children that mammy and daddy situation or male and female is not the norm and that's just a relationship? You know, man and man is a relationship, woman and woman is a relationship and that nothing is normal, so to speak. Absolutely, I'd agree with that. Would you? Yeah, I would agree with that completely. I don't think it'd be right to say to have a class full of kids as a grown up when mammy and daddy are going to have a child you know what I mean? Why is why isn't it right to say that when it's a factual statement? Well, what if it's what if a child has a uh, homosexual parents? But that's that's like saying well, but that's like saying you, know I mean? you can't mention the word daddy in a classroom in case somebody's daddy is dead. You know what I mean? You you can't take every child into consideration. You can't. There was always the argument that you can't sacrifice the rights of the majority for the minority, right? In other words, that you have to teach based on the majority and the majority of circumstance. Now, I'm not suggesting that you would ever suggest to a child or a young child that you should ever judge a same-sex couple because you should never judge anybody. Uh, but in saying that, the idea that we would say to people that you can't say mammy and daddy have a child when that's a factual statement. Why wouldn't we allowed to say that? It's a factual statement. Mammy and daddy do have a child. I don't know if you shouldn't be allowed to say it, but I think it should be well-acknowledged that some kids have daddy and daddy and some kids have and, mommy and, and, and mommy Absolutely, that's fine to, to say that. And that's oh. yeah. And some children will and, and we should never judge people. We should talk about how we, we treat each other. Uh, absolutely. But to, to dismiss the fact that reproduction happens between a man and a woman would be bonkers. Oh, it would be bonkers, yeah. But because that, that is the way reproduction happens, isn't it? As far yeah, as I remember. Yeah, absolutely. Like, when, like, when it comes to it, like, with, with these girls and the way that new form is set, like, they want to teach kids that only mommy and daddy are going to have a baby. Well, only mommy and daddy are going to have a baby. Well, not necessarily, like... Well, unless, you know, unless, they, unless daddy and daddy or mommy and daddy adopt or they do it through surrogacy, which is a different pr- pr- process. Mommy yeah. And mommy and then one of the mommies... Do you think that's very complicated for a child in primary school? Maybe for primary school, yeah, but... It can't be just mommy and daddy, like, you know what mm. I mean? That's not the world we live in anymore. And, and what about teaching a child, you know, at a young age, according to the NCCA uh, syllabus, about termination of pregnancy and consent? Uh, consent is definitely, definitely a yes. Yeah, okay. I, I, uh, I would agree with that. And what about, what about termination of pregnancy? It could be, like, very, very broadly brought up, you know what I mean? I wouldn't go into too much detail on it, you know what I mean? But it's, it's definitely a thing that happens. It's, definitely a thing that's part of it so why shouldn't it be taught us you know 
All right, okay, maybe people disagree, which I gotta go to break. Thank you, Caroline. Thank you, David. Uh, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. Numbers 087188008. I don't know which version of sex education for children in primary school you would agree with. How are you, Noel? I like the idea of that, uh, the modern one, where um, it teaches kids that the norm is everything. But on the sa- at the same time, what do people expect? If you want to send your child to a Catholic school, that's what they preach, and we all know that. You can't get the can't try to get the Catholics to change their ways just because it's 2021. That's the way they are. I would agree with you to some extent, and I know all across the UK there's a waiting list to get children into Catholic schools because they believe they get better results and they believe they teach better morals. But here's the problem in Ireland. You don't have a choice because 90% of the schools, or a little bit under that, have a Catholic ethos. And actually 93% of all schools have a religious ethos. So it's not really fair because you don't really have a choice. You have to send your child more or less to a Catholic school because they probably don't have a non-denominational school in your area. So that's the argument against that. Anyway, which education do you think is the best? Catholic education or non-denominational education or this new NCCA updated syllabus for relationships, which includes, and I want to emphasise this, by the way, because... I'm not suggesting anybody should ever judge anybody, no matter what your sexuality is. Nobody should ever judge anybody. And we should make it. It's really important that we teach children that, that we don't judge each other. But in saying that, Catholics believe that we should also primarily say that a relationship between a man and a woman in marriage, having babies, is the relationship we should promote. And that everything else, you don't judge, but you don't promote it. Whereas the NCCA relationship, education, would say that everything is normal and everything is the way we should teach. In other words, that we shouldn't be saying to children that, you know, most people would be men and women having babies together. But in saying that, there are other people who may be gay and that's okay too. That's the way they would teach it. So which way do you want to teach it? Let me know what you think. Uh, the number is 087 Let me go to uh, Billy. Billy, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing? Hello there, uh, Niall. Oh, uh, how are you? It's been a while. Uh, it is. Are you okay? Oh, yeah. I'm a listener as well as a talker, you know. Uh, no, no, I, I do. <laughs> by the way, thank you very much. And I know you send me in bits and pieces every now and again. I do get them all the time. I don't get, I don't get a chance to write back to you. That's uh, all right. And I, I've always called you William, by the way, but not Billy, but however. Right. Uh, but Billy... Um, Look, this new education bill includes kind of everything, but they're the uh, obviously the Irish Bishops Conference have suggested their education bill, which is uh, sex and puberty is a gift from God, and you know p- children should say the angel of prayer, and it's all about procreation. A little bit old school, Billy. Maybe in a modern world. Well, well, put it this way: if they wanted to introduce what they tried to introduce, you can forget about Catholic schools, Protestant schools, Presbyterian schools. And Muslim schools, because the, the we send our children to those schools where we think they will be taught their faith. And uh, if you want to destroy the Catholic schools, or the Protestant schools, the Presbyterian schools, and the Muslim schools, then impose this on them. And and I, if I was I had children that age now, I'd have to bring them out. Now, Billy, I'm not going to disrespect you. You're a Christian. And you have a great faith, uh, you know, a great belief in your faith, uh, which on many occasions we've talked about. And I don't disrespect you, but I don't necessarily have to believe everything you tell me or respect everything you tell me. But there are people who are going to say, well, your way of thinking as an older man who's a Christian is outdated. That we have to accept that there are children nowadays 
who will be in same-sex relationships because that's the way it, the world it works now. That's the way things are. People do have, people are gay, men and women, boys and girls are gay. And to teach them that, you know, it's only a man and a woman would, you know, would make them feel different. And we don't want people to feel different either, do we? Yeah, but by, hang on, hang on now. By definition, right, um, a Catholic school and a Protestant school are Christian schools. They are. Right. So you have, So that's why they send them there. Because they want them to well, be no, 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 no. They send them there because it's the only school to send them to. Because ninety over ninety percent of the schools, Billy, are religious schools of some description. Well, put it this way: uh, uh, the, in the Republic of Ireland, the the the, the Catholic population is is is, uh, is Catholic. It's about ninety percent Catholic. I would accept your opinion. If the state turned around and said, right, we're taking over 50% of the schools, Catholics, you can keep 50%, we're taking over the other 50%, and then people had a choice of where to send their kids, as they would in the UK. But we don't have that choice here in Ireland because all the schools have a Catholic ethos. Yeah, but you see, the point is you can't attack... See, the Catholic, uh, the Protestant youth, I, I come as a Protestant. To, uh, and I, uh, I wouldn't send my children to schools where they taught that. You see, the point is, by definition, a Catholic school is a Catholic school. A Protestant is a Protestant school. And sodomy, lesbianism, homosexuality... No, I, 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 I understand that's your way of wording it from the Bible. Obviously, I get that. Yeah, it's a sin. But in your eyes, it's a sin. But, of course. And, uh, and in, well, the, but yes, in the eyes of the Catholic Church, it's yeah, a sin. That's right. But that's fine. But what I'm saying to you is, that would be fine if we had... A limited amount of Catholic schools, a limited amount of Protestant schools, Muslim schools, whatever, and you also had, a, you know, a reasonable amount of non-denominational schools, but yeah, but where, I, where parents who didn't agree with you yeah, could send their on. children. Go, go, let them listen. Let, let them go and form their own schools, but don't, and, and, and they can, they can have their homosexual schools, but don't tell me that because if this is an attack, it is an attack on the Christian faith. In other words. We won't be able to teach when the priest goes in or the minister goes in or the Church of Ireland church goes in to teach the children our doctrines. They will have to tell them that homosexuals are sin. If you can't do that, then they're no longer Catholic. They're no longer Protestant. It is ridiculous what they're trying to do. They're trying to eliminate Christianity from the schools. Well, but stay there a second. Uh, Sam, you're an Ireland's classic kid. Say you doing, Sam. Hi, Nile. How are you? Um, okay, do you believe that, I mean, there are two different trains of thought, obviously. This Bill is obviously, um, you know, he's a Catholic, a Christian. No, I'm not, I'm a Protestant. Protestant, sort of say, sorry. He's a Protestant and a Christian. And he believes that that is the, obviously the way to teach children. And if you're going to send your child to a Catholic school or a Christian school or a Protestant school or a Muslim school, that you have to accept that's the way they teach these things. Religion has absolutely no place in the bedroom. If I'm in bed with my partner, the last thing I'm thinking about is religion or God. And I'm sorry, but a priest, Catholic, Protestant, doesn't, or Protestant, does not matter where you're, what you are. If you have no experience in being sexually active, you have no business teaching that topic. How can, you, how can a priest sit there and tell me what it's like to be sexually active and anything about sex when they haven't a clue? Aside from the Catholic Church's horrendous history with clerical abuse and mother and baby homes. And you can't turn around and say, just because you believe in, oh, it should only be men and women and homosexuality is the same, blah, 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 put them all into their own schools. It's sorry, but it's not 1820 that we're living in. This is 2021. Like, 
it's time to open your mind. It's stop being so closed-minded and believing that you're... But, it, but it's nothing to do with being closed-minded. Bill reads the Bible and lives his life according to the Bible. But did he not just say, put them into their own school? Well, he did, and, but I did the point like, I'm I made. Sorry, but are we are we back in the 1700s, 1800s talking about slaves? Like, oh, put them in their own, segregate them into their own places. Like, that's literally what that's Well, sectarianism, of course, yeah, we talked about that a yeah, little bit. Yeah, you know Ireland. what I mean? Like, well, well, yeah, okay, well, well Bill... I can't believe... Okay, Bill, okay, you, you've heard what Sam said, you know, she can't believe that in this day and age, you know, you, you are still trying, I suppose, to segregate children into different ways of life. Well, no, but what, what, I, what I'm trying to defend is that, I, uh, that parents can bring up their children in the faith well, that they are in. And I'm not against homosexuals having their schools. Have them if you want. But, and I won't come into your schools to tell you that you're wrong. I will let well, you have a school. why should they be in separate schools? I'm sorry, but does God not teach about love? God says love everybody. Don't judge other people. Is that not one of the fundamentals of your religion? No, like, that's I a lot of wash. That, that, listen. I know, uh, sorry, but you can't have it one way and, you, and then decide, no, no, it actually only works this way. No, I, I want Catholic. my school when, when to I teach the Christian faith. And no, in no way were we ever brought up to, to believe homosexual families should have their own schools and should be kept away from us. Why I'm not, not homosexual. Well, that's what the Bible says. People who had and homosexual parents didn't make me homosexual. Listen. So that idea is just absolutely outdated and antiquated. It's okay, well, let, Bill, let Bill respond baffling. to that. Listen, if I send my children to a school, I want them to raise them in, in, in a faith. And because that's the faith I teach them at home. And I don't that's want... fair enough. Right. Well, your faith has yeah, so don't to want what I, I do in the bedroom. So hang on. I teach them, depending on their age, obviously, until they're 18, from when they're five until they're 18, they're, 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 they are under my control, or will be, or should be, of parents. Now, I don't want them being taught anti-Christian dogma, which is what you want me to do. Nobody's asking you to do that. Well, 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 you are. Well, I mean, well, essentially, we are because what we're saying is we should ignore the Irish Bishops' Conference and what they said about education, and we should run with uh, the NCCA, the National Council for Curriculum Assessment, and Mick Barry and Solidarity TV and their sex education bill that's running uh, through the, the doll at the moment, and that goes completely against all Christian teaching. Yeah, but what I'm saying is in the, with saying nobody's asking him to do that, if he wants to send his kids to a strict Catholic school and go in and talk to the teachers and say, you know, only teach my kids about this. If you're going to teach something different, mm, okay. don't teach them. I'll do it at home. Okay, well, okay well, let, me, let me put that to Bill. Bill, I mean, normally with the sex education, now I don't know what the new sex education bill, you do have an option as a parent not to sign it and for your child to be opted out. Yeah, but I don't believe that we should, that when I say we there, I mean whatever, whatever... Um, religious school it is, has any right to stop me. You see, if you stop me preaching, uh, in this particular case, we'll say it's a biblical thing. It's, um, and I say, well, we can't teach the opposite of that. We're, we're no longer Christian. Okay, well, do me a favour. Stay there, both of you, because I have to take a quick break. Keep texting, keep WhatsApping. Numbers 087-188-0008. All right, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. The number's 087-188-0008. Stay there, please, Bill, because Donna, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids. You believe Bill is discriminating. Hiya, how's it going? Yeah, I do. It's mean. I just don't think religion and sex education should be related. 
Okay. There's two completely different subjects. Put it this way. We do have a math teacher teach art. No, because they don't have the qualifications to do so. Well, yeah, but religion is an ethos rather than a subject. It's a way, yeah, religion, religion you can't compare religion and maths because as much as I agree with you, by the way, about the separation of church and state and, a complete, and education, and I've said this before, and I think yeah. actually Bill would probably agree with you somewhat, but what he's saying is, at the moment, those schools are Catholic schools. So if he's a Christian or a Protestant or Presbyterian or Church of England or whatever he happens to be, and he's sending his children to those schools, he expects them to be taught in a Christian way. Understandably, but we also live in a multicultural society. So if you're going to teach your children one aspect, you're going to have to teach them every other aspect. So you can't just pin it down. You need, you need a professional to teach these children at the end of the day. So okay, well, to- okay, let me ask you. With this new education um, uh, relationship uh, bill that's going through currently at the moment and, and probably will be the way forward, do you believe it's mm. acceptable to teach a child in primary school about, you know, many different genders, about Every relationship, you know, that's okay, that's fine. It doesn't matter if it's man and man, man and woman, woman and man, whatever it doesn't happen, women and women, it doesn't matter. Termination of pregnancy. Um, do you believe, uh, abortion, do you believe it's okay to talk to primary school children about all those things? I do from a certain age. You say primary school, there's eight years in primary school, so you have to be very, very more specific. Okay, well, what age? What age, Donna? Eight years of age? No, no, I think that's a bit too young. If you look at, if you look at fifth class and sixth class, which would be, They're what, prepared. 11 and 12 years of age, isn't it? 10, 11, yeah, 10, okay. 11, 12. Okay. You're preparing them before they go into secondary school. So they're going to be mixing with 18-year-olds, 17-year-olds, 16-year-olds, who are exploring their own, the, the world as it is. So they're obviously going to be having the conversation. So if you're going to give these, these children the basic life skills, basic education, you're preparing them for, for what's ahead of them. So you don't want to shock this. Okay. Wrong okay. Well, let, let, me, let me just go back to Bill because I don't want to run out of time. I want to give Bill a, a chance to reply to that. Bill, Donna makes a fair point. These young children are going to be going to a secondary school. Less of the secondary schools would be Catholic, obviously. Schools tend secondary schools tend to be more non-denominational anyway, um, and they have to be prepared to mix with eighteen-year-olds or sixteen-year-olds who have different views in life, and they need to be prepared for that. Yeah. But the point is, why doesn't she go and? Um, a group of people, why don't you go and have your own schools? You see, these are Catholic schools, Protestant schools, Presbyterian schools, Muslim schools, because we want to raise our children in those faiths. Now, you want to raise them in another faith. So go and form your own faith schools. I would actually like my son to go to school with Catholic, Protestant, Muslim, so that he can understand and respect other religions other people's cultures and other people's way of life. Oh. I don't want to narrow mind my son into only understanding a life of Catholic schools. But, but, I would like my son to she, do, she doesn't want her son to think that homosexuality is a sin. It is a sin. It is a sin for the Christian. Well, according to the Bible it is. According to the Christian yeah. faith, Muslim faith, that behaviour is a sin. A sin. So I would like my son to understand that if he's in, if he has friends who are Muslim, which he does have, if he has such children who are Catholic or who are born again... But, but, yeah, and I agree with you, John. Like Donna, I do agree that. with you, but you have to understand the point that Bill is making. According to his faith, and he can change that. He can change Absolutely. what's written in the Bible. I mean, that's just the rules is the rules. That homosexuality or same-sex relationships, as far as he's concerned, is sinful. 
No, he's not judging when, people. When he's he's just telling you it's a sin. And he doesn't want his child, although Bill is a bit older now, they'll be sending children to school. <laughs> but, but he's not going to be sending his children, or he wouldn't like to send his children to a school that you're advocating for, Donna. So where do you draw the line? Has he to shelter his children to have no respect for other people's beliefs and understandings, or should we allow children to have all the information and make their own decisions? I personally believe, if you want to ask my opinion, I personally believe there should be a balance somewhere in the middle between the two years. Exactly. But yeah. because I don't want children to think that the world is a free for all either, but I also don't no, want children no, to. to ju- I don't that. want. I don't want children to, to judge each other either. No, and I think you need to educate children in the right way without telling them this is right and this is wrong. It's an understanding of when they see two men walk down the road, instead of staring at them and vindicating them and almost bullying them, it's a case of, oh, they're gay men. Leave them to it. That's their decision. That's their life. Yeah, but hang on. If I do what you want me to do, right, I'm no longer a Christian. Okay, on that note, I have to wrap it up. We're going to have to continue the conversation again. Donna and Bill, listen, thank you very much indeed. Loads of people, by the way, texting in today as well. Lots of WhatsApp messages too. How are you, Noel? I like the idea of that uh, the modern one where um, it teaches kids that the norm is everything. But on the sa- at the same time, what do people expect? If you want to send your child to a Catholic school, that's what they preach. And we all know that. You can't get the can't try to get the Catholics to change their ways just because it's 2021. That's the way they are. Well, yeah, I think I played that one already. I'll give you one more. Hi, Niall. Sorry, I can't come on because I'm driving. This is Fran. This is what I believe with regard to schools, sex and religion. Every school should teach biology, full stop. A man and a woman or a female, an egg and a male sperm are what make life, full stop. And secondly, every school should teach respect and kindness, full stop. Morals are okay to teach some, but let parents teach teach sexual moral behaviour and so on, and just just let it like that, and the world would be so much more simple and happy. Take care. Bye. That's a good idea, Fran. Let's make it simple. Damien Farley's on the way. That making it simple. He's going to put a smile on your face. And that's simply true as well. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.